Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we're going to take you through the danger zone today with my very special guest, uh, you know, Dr. Ronald Kaplan, joining me here today. And we're going to talk about some of the things that are going on right now, which could be called the danger zone. Uh, you know, Dr. Kaplan is joining us here today. We're thrilled he's here. He's been a faculty member at two major universities, uh, and he's joining us here today as someone that has not only committed his life to understanding the word thriving beyond the esoteric meaning of it, but how we can live, how we can create the lives we want, be vibrant, be healthy, and be totally awesome at any and every age. So he's joining us here today, as we said today, uh, new medical breakthroughs that will make it possible for women to live past 100. And so when we look at how women can live well into their triple digits, this is the man we want to get a hold of. This is the individual we want to talk with. And this is the person that knows much about the medical system, about health, well-being, and how to live life full out. Uh, Dr. Kaplan, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thanks for having me. Good to be with you. Well, you know, there was a little bit ago where I asked a question on the radio, and I'm probably not going to go right out with this, but, you know, I asked this question. I asked the question of, have we made in our own minds, in our own consciousness, in our own ways of life, have we actually made the death sentence, the, 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 the length of time that we live on the earth by not only what we say and what we think, but by the practices that we engage in. And today, I'm thrilled that you're joining us here today because you are the author of Long Life, Prolonging the Productive, Fulfilling Lives of Women. So thank you and welcome to the show. Good to be with you. So, you know, here's this question that I want to ask you. I mean, you know, you, you have this incredible background. You have been working to open doors that, you know, most people have said cannot be opened. And along the way, you know, you've created this incredible career and in service of so many people. I wanted to ask you about the obstacles, the challenges that you've come across along the way. And, you know, what you've done to move beyond them, to bring you to the message that you have right now. Well, I think a lot of it is closed minds. Mm. Even top scientists, uh, very often, uh, if the work isn't their own, they uh, tend to poo-poo it a little bit. Even the best minds around. Then, of course, when something's proven, everybody jumps on the bandwagon and starts to promote it. So there's a little bit of that going on, but... Uh, to be fair, in medicine today, there is a, a vast explosion of knowledge, and it's happening so quickly now. It's just uh, increasing exponentially on all fronts in diagnosis and treatment and in actually being able to expand the lifespans and the useful lifespans of, of people. So, you know, what can we look at? I mean, I know that, you know, when you when you looked at uh, this issue and you looked at the book, um, you definitely we are in this time of optimism in terms of how we live our lives and how we can live beyond what we think a normal life period is. And so the question I think that comes up for many of us is this, given that we're now finding out the things that we can do. To live these long lives? What happens if we haven't been doing them early on in our lives? Have we kind of, you know, have we kind of created a situation that we cannot undo in terms of health and well-being? 
Well, you could always fix just about anything. The, <laughs> the reality is you could push it back further than that, mm -hmm. uh, back beyond the prenatal environment. We now know that a woman who's even thinking of getting pregnant, for instance, should be fit and healthy and ideally starting prenatal vitamins probably a couple of years before she even gets pregnant. So it all starts in the prenatal environment and the intrauterine environment, uh, how that fetus is growing inside the womb. And uh, then, of course, uh, once the child is born, all the obstacles a person goes through their entire life, the, the big bugaboo, the thing that held women back in a lot of ways, including living a long life, was childbearing. Mm. Childbearing used to be called the hazardous journey. And it was true. It was hazardous for the fetus, the child, the mother. And uh, we've gotten, in, in an advanced society, we've pretty well, thankfully, gotten past that. A woman now knows when she uh, wants to get pregnant that she could look forward to it, not with foreboding and fear, but with a sense that everything's going to be fine and she's going to have this adorable baby and everything's going to work out. And uh, thank goodness it usually does largely due to excellent medical care, the advent of good prenatal care, and the proper handling of labor and delivery. So it all goes back to that. Now, once we got women past that, when they knew they could do their childbearing and still, uh, and still be healthy and go on, uh, a lot of other things came into play, and women started getting involved in all areas of the society and where we see them today. So, you know, when we look at what's going on right now in the world and, you know, what, uh, you know, what many people call the fitness craze, and I don't necessarily do that. I think it's a, a huge wake-up call for so many of us to get out there and move our bodies and look at what's going on. You, you know, what is it that we can learn, even on these early, you know, even as young women, what can we learn about fitness that is so instrumental to living a long, long life? Well, unfortunately, we haven't learned enough. Some of us have, but the reality is there's a huge epidemic of obesity in this country uh, and other countries, and not to mention that kids are sitting around uh, when they should be outside playing games, and uh, we are not as fit as a society as we should be. Uh, we do know that high-impact exercise, uh, it's good, but it, it could be harmful over the long run. Moderate exercise is wonderful. Aerobic exercise is excellent. There are certain activities like bicycling, swimming, uh, walking that are very, very good for just about anybody. Uh, and fitness is one very important part of the equation. But another very important part of the equation, you see, a, a lot of people especially politicians, like to say, well, if we kept ourselves fit as a society, it would decrease the cost of medical care. This is really not true because, first of all, if, we, if, we are, if we're all fit and we all eat properly, we're all probably going to live longer and eventually everybody gets something. So in the end, you're paying for the medical care anyhow. Mm -hmm. At some point, it catches up with you. But the other aspect of that is good preventative medicine well, uh, just by keeping yourself fit and eating properly, good preventative medicine 
includes much more because eventually everybody gets something or has a propensity genetically or some other way to get something. So we need the diagnostic ability, which thankfully we now have to detect disease processes extremely early on when they can be properly caught, treated without difficulty, and the person goes on to live a long life, hopefully. You know, so, I mean, and, and this is something that, I, you know, I'm thrilled that we're talking with you about because, uh, you know, part of this conversation is not only in the book that, you, uh, in, that, that you've written, Long Life, Prolonging the Productive, Fulfilling Lives of Women, um, uh, and, and looking at that, but the question is some of the feedback that you're getting. I mean, are we saying at some level that there really is no reason medically speaking, that we can't live forever. Well, there's something called programmed cell death, and if they believe in that theory, uh, which we probably should, <laughs> because cells do have a, a, a life expectancy at some point. Well, I've put in the book that people could theoretically live till 135 or 137. Some mm-hmm. people say 125. Okay. The oldest person we know about probably lived to 124, so we're almost there. So, I mean, you know, we're learning more and more about our bodies, about what we do. What would you say, in your opinion, uh, are the, the, you know, the, let's say, three things that, you know, we need to change right now? There are three things that, you know, and I, and I hate to generalize, but, you know, for the sake of, of this question, what are the three things that perhaps you believe as a society we are doing that we absolutely must stop? in order to at least have a chance to break 100? Well, we must stop the obesity epidemic and with it uh, all the arteriosclerosis, diabetes, heart disease that goes along with it. Uh, we have to keep our environment very clean. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure our water isn't polluted, that our food chain is safe uh, every so often. The battery is its ugly head and that we don't uh, pollute our uh, our air and uh, that we use our water supply wisely, and that's coming up more and more, uh, if, if you notice, uh, along the way. And the other thing is not to get lulled into a sense of complacency where uh, we think we could do everything with uh, with just diet and exercise and to make sure that we keep the medicine pushing forwards and we keep the new uh, targeted drugs being created and we keep the new diagnostic methods, which are very expensive initially, we, we make sure that those become available uh, on hopefully a much less expensive basis so that we can uh, keep pushing the boundaries. And that's really what we're talking about here in Pushing the Boundaries. When you wrote the book, what were you hoping that people would do with it? What are you hoping? What is the vision that you see uh, that people will be able to create uh, from reading the book and learning how to uh, optimize their lives right now? Uh, We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Ronald Kaplan joining us here today. Life, uh, the, the book is Long Life, Prolonging the Productive, Fulfilling Lives of Women. And when we come back, he's going to address that question. You know, what is it that, you know, this book will enable each and every one of us to do if we choose to do it and help us live 
a long, long life. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I am your host, Dr. Pat Basili, and I am thrilled to be here with you. We'll be right back. A smooth journey, a creamy encounter, an odyssey to ignite the senses. A spoonful of Greek God's Greek yogurt and Pagotoy's crema takes you through an experience of mythical intensity. Greek God's Greek yogurt, so natural, creamy and smooth with five live and active cultures, including probiotics. Greek God's Greek yogurt is now available in pomegranate, honey, fig, non-fat, reduced fat, vanilla, cinnamon, orange, and traditional varieties. The Greek Gods are now also offering their new and exciting Pagotó Ice Crema line. Greek Gods Pagotó Ice Crema, a gourmet ice cream similar to the ice cream you'll find in Greece, with flavors such as baklava, honey pomegranate, and fake chocolate. Eight sweet. Find your own Greek Gods at your local grocery store. Visit the Greek Gods at GreekGodsYogurt.com and experience the myth. Picture yourself standing in the ancient stone circle of Stonehenge or gazing in awe at Egypt's Great Pyramid and Sphinx. Visualize participating in shamanic ceremonies at Machu Picchu or receiving a timely message from the Oracle of Delphi. Rejuvenate your path of personal growth and renew your spirit by traveling to the world's sacred sites with Body, Mind, Spirit Journeys and other like-minded travelers. Visit BodyMindSpiritJourneys.com or call 800 231 9811. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. For years, I was searching for a church that spoke about God in ways that made sense to me, in ways that recognized my struggles in life and then helped me find solutions. I found that church. It's the Center for Spiritual Living, a wonderful community that is helping me build a better life and a better world. Each Sunday, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis inspires me to create a world that works not only for me, but for everyone. Honoring all paths to God, the Center for Spiritual Living is located just east of University Village on Sandpoint Way with three Sunday services. Visit online at spiritualliving.org. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our Maximized Living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net.
Three ways to listen. On the AM dial at 1150, on the FM HD dial at 98.9 HD3, or online at 1150kknw.com. One great station. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am thrilled to have Dr. Ronald Kaplan joining us here today. The book is Long Life, Prolonging a Productive, Fulfilling Lives of Women, a Survival Strategy. The central message of the book uh, is that it is actually rapidly becoming possible at the level of the human cell to prolong life. And wouldn't every one of us want to know how to make that happen? He's joining us here today today uh, as the author of the book and several other books as well in a very very powerful message you know and it's and it usually dr kaplan you know usually i talk about this as an invitation but honestly this is getting to be you know an ultimatum and what i mean by that is you know it's getting really clear that if we do a b c d that is certainly not in the most uh you know positive way for our health that we're going to end up in a certain situation and condition but we can move beyond that change that uh overturn it and so you know when you wrote this book i'm sure there were a number of things you had in mind and so i wanted to ask you about what your vision is what can be done what's possible for us here well the possibilities are almost limitless Uh, we're at the point where we can replace body parts, even organs. Everybody knows now about transplantation of kidneys, lungs, hearts, uh, but uh, now we're getting into something called regenerative medicine where you can actually uh, grow new body parts that fit the individual. In other words, custom tailored. And now that isn't quite here yet, but it's, uh, it's being worked on. At a rapid rate, uh, there's also, as, as most people know now, joint replacement and replace the lenses in the eyes. And it just goes on and on and on. Uh, but aside from just replacing body parts like an old Ford pickup, the, uh, the thing we can do is make early diagnoses, very early diagnoses, almost at a cellular level of people who are predisposed to certain disease conditions, focus in on them, diagnose the disease conditions very, very early, and hopefully get them treated with targeted treatments before their bodies are ravaged by disease. Mm. And doing that, uh, life can be prolonged. Now, a lot of people always ask me, well, what's the good of living a long life if you're sort of old and feeble in the body and feeble in the mind? Well, Mm. the point is that you have to keep yourself fit And uh, there's a lot in the media lately about people keeping themselves fit. I saw something on Jack LaLanne, who's uh, 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 getting there in age, and he still looks absolutely wonderful. Uh, There's this uh, society uh, matron who just died in New York at the age of 100 after living a, a full and active life. Her whole life she was married to Gene Tunney, the heavyweight champion back in the day. And it just goes on and on. It's totally possible if, you're, if you have the, a good genetic predisposition, which is a good place to start, 
um, know about your genetics, which is becoming possible to do, and then to go to the right doctors, qualified people who can guide you through what you need to do and what you don't need to do to get to where you want to be, which is namely to have a good, fulfilling life for a long, long time. And we're finally getting past. People now live. Uh, a baby born in this society, if it's a boy, can expect to live into its mid or late 70s. If it's a girl, she could expect to live into her 80s already. So we're, we're past the biblical three score and 10, which was 70 years, which took us forever to, to get to that point, at least in our society, although not in the world as yet. We're getting there. We're getting there. And I wanted to ask you a couple questions around health and well-being, you know, because I know this is an area that you focus on as well. Uh, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about before even coming on uh, was about the debate going on about health care. And we kind of jokingly and, 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 and you know, kind of said, well, what's the debate? And I wanted to ask you about this because, you know, from, from my perspective, being in one of the richest countries on the planet, you know, to have children and people that don't have health care or to have aging, an aging population who thought they were going to have health care, not have it, it's absolutely mind-boggling for me and i wanted to ask you how did we get here and what are we going to do about it well we got here through a very long convoluted way but thankfully we're evolving into a system uh that even though the candidates the three major candidates left for president in the coming election have different positions uh believe it or not they're really not all that far apart for instance senator clinton wants to have universal coverage mm -hmm. for everybody, but thankfully not some monolithic government bureaucratic system, hopefully. Uh, Senator Obama uh, wants to go in the same direction, but he only wants to mandate the, uh, uh, the uh, system so that only children must be in it. Uh, Senator McCain, of course, is... Uh, is more focused on getting money to people so they could pay for their own private insurance. But if you look at the three systems where it's evolved and you look at uh, where this country was uh, a few administrations ago when it was being proposed that we imposed on this country, on this huge, diverse, rich country, a monolithic, bureaucratic, universal, government-only system, I think everybody's gotten away from that and realizes that this society cannot tolerate something like that, and nobody wants it. The, uh, uh, it is true there are countries all over the world, advanced countries, that totally take care of their entire population. But the ones that are most successful at it either have a, a multiple approach uh, where there's multiple players and a lot of flexibility in the system, and those countries that try to put in a universal monolithic system are gradually getting away from it and modifying it towards what we will probably end up with. Now, we have, depending on which statistics you read, about 47 million people in this country still uninsured. And if you take out, say, 10 million of those mm -hmm. who are probably undocumented, non-U.S. citizens, then you're left. You're still left with 
close to 40 million people somehow who are not insured. And that, as you say, that we have to get rid of that. Yeah. And it just becomes a question of the approach of how you close that gap. We started out many years ago by putting in Medicare for older people, Medicaid for people who couldn't afford medical care. And we're already in trouble with Medicare. And I'm sure anybody much over the age of 60 realizes that their Medicare is in trouble. And it's in trouble because the government can't pay for it and it keeps uh, trying to lower the benefits, although they just reversed themselves. Now they're increasing some of the benefits and doctors don't want to take it anymore. And so these things become political football. So it's important to have the private sector involved and to make sure that the approach is flexible enough that you don't cut down on doctor training and you don't create doctor shortages. And most important, that you don't create rationing mm -hmm. with gatekeepers deciding who can go to the doctor or who can have surgery and waiting lines for surgery yeah. and waiting lines for sophisticated diagnosis. You, you really don't want to go there. If you don't have to, well, and I don't think we have to. I don't think we have to, and I'll tell you, I, you know, I, this is one of these topics. I bet you didn't know that you were going to get into this with me today, but this is one of these topics for me. Uh, I get passionate about a lot of different things, but this is one of these topics for me that I absolutely just do not tolerate either the corporate rhetoric around uh, and I'm kind of on the same page as you. We are in this country. We have the brightest folks around. We have the most incredible technology and it just it, it just makes me crazy to think that we can't sit down and carve out a system for human beings in this country to get care. And so when we come back from break i want to talk with dr kaplan beyond care that you know a system is going to have for us what do we need to do as individuals given that this is the situation what can we do to help each other and what is one of the most important aspects of well-being that we could help each other with stay tuned you're listening to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by and i'll be right back with my guest Joining me today, Dr. Ronald Kaplan. The book is available on Amazon, just about everywhere. Long life, prolonging the productive, fulfilling lives of women. We'll be right back. No and drugs only address symptoms of ill health rather than providing solutions to the problems such as weight gain and chronic pain. Spending just 30 minutes in a portable sauna that uses far infrared technology can burn 600 calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain. If you're tired of quick fixes that don't work, Consider the long-term solution. Detox America's portable far infrared sauna. Call 888-338-6987 or visit detoxamerica.com. From a place of special energy, the Sedona tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past. Move gracefully through the present and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours. Your intent and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit 
thesedonatools.com. Would you like to receive a weekly email telling you about personal growth events and resources in the Puget Sound region? This service is now available complements of New Spirit Journal, the locally owned and operated newspaper that brings you a wealth of inspirational information every month. Go to NewSpiritJournal.com and click on Earl. That's events and resource listings, but you can call it Earl. New Spirit Journal has been providing inspirational news and information for almost three years. Visit NewSpiritJournal.com. Frequency, made with marine phytoplankton, is taking the world by storm. This live, raw, gluten-free, whole food liquid raises your vibration and nourishes your body at the cellular level. It provides 400 times more energy than any other plant and is 90 to 99% absorbable. Find out more about this powerful and loving product by calling 877-428-7379 and ask for a free sample. Visit wholefoodliquid.com. Hi, this is Glenn Brooks from the Vibrant Living Radio Network. From terminal normalities to abundant reality, how do we craft and design more abundance in our lives? And how do we allow for more possibilities? Join me and my international team of contributors. Please join me in this exploration and become part of the Vibrant Living family. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk, AM 1150. KKMW. Your life's precious and giant. Find the tools and resources and discover a new way of accessing those. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. indeed welcome back everyone welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by dr robert kaplan joining me here today you know someone that has dedicated his life to not only understanding you know the human system of health and well-being but to taking action providing information he's the author of long life prolonging the productive fulfilling lives of women uh and you know also uh looking at this world and making sense of the things that will will happen help us and benefit us to live longer and the things that won't. Dr. Kaplan, thank you so much for joining us here today. The book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and folks can get that um, uh, just about everywhere there. I would think so or at their local bookstore. If they don't have it, just ask for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that you and I were talking about a little bit during the break was, you know, what are the areas concerned? You know, in, in, the, in the world of health and well-being, you know, wh- what are we truly facing right now? What are some of the, the global challenges, uh, you know, in terms of disease? I mean, what are the things that we should be seriously concerned about uh, in terms of our health and well-being? Well, it varies greatly between the United States and the rest of the world. If you're looking at 
uh, on a worldwide basis, and of course this concerns the United States too, with mm -hmm. HIV-AIDS, uh, which of course is a sexually transmitted uh, virus. Uh, and uh, surprisingly enough, as most people may or may not realize, AIDS doesn't kill anybody. What AIDS does is it basically destroys the immune system so that the individual is totally open to attack. And the first AIDS uh, uh, victims uh, were found because they developed a weird kind of pneumonia. Uh, but they develop all kinds of other diseases, too, which, uh, which can kill them. And now, of course, there's a whole bunch of drugs uh, that keep uh, uh, people who've been infected with the virus alive and pretty well for a lot of years, hopefully, uh, but the hope-for vaccines uh, still aren't here for uh, a lot of reasons, uh, one being that the virus mutates and it's a slow-acting virus, uh, but there's a lot of scientific reasons why there's no uh, vaccine uh, that's effective as yet. On the other hand, in this country, and probably around the world, but most of the world can't be bothered with kind of stuff because they're too busy worried about the big things like uh, uh, malaria, intestinal diseases, bad infrastructure, uh, things of that nature, uh, drug-resistant tuberculosis, uh, which we get here too because of visitors to our shores bring it in and some that's here. Uh, but the big thing facing women here today, and the reason I'd like to stress it is because uh, we can get rid of it, is uh, cancer of the cervix. Now, uh, cancer of the cervix, the cervix, of course, is the mouth of the womb, the uterus. Yep. Uh, cancer of the cervix uh, is, a, is a big problem in this country, and uh, we learned years ago that this is a sexually transmitted disease. Uh, it's, it's also a virus. It's human papillomavirus of which there are more than 50 subtypes. Uh, two of the prevalent subtypes uh, that uh, cause the actual cancer of the cervix, uh, we can now uh, prevent because there is a vaccine, and it's called Gardasil, and it's widely available. And uh, we've had a big problem with it in this country because any state that uh, tried to make it mandatory for girls to get this uh, vaccine, of course, there, uh, there was a lot of controversy. So mm -hmm. now it's become an education issue to try and get people to get their children immunized so that their children won't get this disease. Uh, number one, it's a sort of a hidden thing. People don't talk about it. And uh, women uh, don't realize a lot of the time that this is a sexually transmitted disease, and it can cause cancer of the cervix, and it does kill women. And not only that, if you talk about the cost of medical care, it adds vastly to the cost of medical care because a lot of visits to gynecologists and a lot of uh, pretty expensive and extensive treatments have to be done on women who have this mm. uh, virus. So, I mean, this is really a time for us to get educated and informed here on, on many, many different fronts. Right, right. And uh, that's what your book is about as well. I mean, you know, this is about giving us information. It's up to us to take the time to listen to it, to read it, and, and you know, to understand that there are many solutions that exist today that didn't exist before. Exactly. 
what are you most excited about right now in the world of health and well-being? I'm most excited about the fact that we can diagnose disease conditions extremely early and we can target the people who need the diagnostic test to find these conditions and that we can advise people and we can get them treated in a, in a huge percentage of cases quite easily. And uh, even when it comes to pretty serious things that people get, uh, hopefully later on in life, cancer, we now have targeted treatments that go directly to the cell and kill it uh, with rather limited side effects often. So progress is being made in letting people live longer and letting them live better lives. A lot of people always ask me, you know, what happens to your mind? You're sort of feeble-minded, but you're still around. Well, that's not true. You know, we used to think that people's brain cells started to die when they were 12 years old, and that you had the height of your mental capacity when you were 12, and after that it was all downhill. That's pure nonsense. Mm -hmm. There was a very good study done on taxi drivers, cabbies in London, mm -hmm. where they have to memorize all these street maps. Right. It shows as long as they keep their minds agile, you could go forever, I mean, or almost forever. Right. Well, You've got to keep your mind agile the same way you keep your body agile. Well, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, we have been, uh, we've had a number of requests to, you know, go in and look at the world of who's doing what in terms of our memory, in terms of our mind. And we came across uh, a and I would say that, you know, they're a new organization, a new group, but their their modality, their systems are old. And, you know, we'll be working with the Phenomenal Memory people who have created this incredible course that's based on a Russian technique and approach for memory. I mean, they are the world championships. And so we're excited about that. And I love what you just said, because what you've said really puts the ball back in our court. Well, if we're going to live very long, we also have to rethink a lot of things, like early retirement. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what some things really mean in my own life. I refuse to accept things <laughs> like retirement. I'm, I'm, I'm there with busy. you. I know. I, I don't get it either. I'm so on the same page as you. And uh, I think you should always be doing something that keeps your body active and your mind active and keeps you thinking about other things besides yourself and and doing something that's good for other people as well as for yourself so if you're you're good at something i don't understand why at some arbitrary age you're you're supposed to give it up and and say see ya yeah i think you're supposed to go with it and develop it and so we have to change the whole way we look at, i think it's retirement and mm -hmm. what it means mm-hmm I agree with you. I want to thank you for joining us here today, Dr. Kaplan. You know, it is certainly through the efforts of people like yourself and you're not giving up on humanity and even be more insistent that we step up to the plate, find out what we need to do and point out the possibilities. Thank you so much well, for joining us so here today. thank you so much for having me. What a great show. Stay tuned, everyone. When we come back, we've got another powerful lineup. We're going to be giving away tickets to Sonia Choquette's upcoming event in Boston. We have got an uh, incredible lineup for you. We're going to be talking to Dr. Jean Shinoda Bolin. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.